what is going on? Welcome back to another podcast episode of Car Sales 101. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. So real quick, um, let me just do some cleanup, house cleanup. Y'all know where to find me on Facebook, Tony Story, S-T-O-R-I-E. On Instagram, at TND, TNT Dad 2728 Once again, at TNT Dad 2728 And on LinkedIn, Tony, in parentheses, Anthony, last name, story. All right, guys. So y'all usually know on Friday I do kind of overcoming an objection and stuff like that. So um, this one I think y'all are really going to truly appreciate. Uh, so what objection do you get that kind of you know hurts the most or you kind of get sidetracked the most on? And I started thinking about it, started thinking about it. And so what that uh, came down to was what's my interest rate? And so typically people, customers, depending on the area you're in, they kind of wonder what the interest rate is, and you don't know how to answer that question. So we're gonna dig dive, dig deep into it, dive into it. But before we get started, make sure y'all give me a five-star review, um, and make sure y'all give me a uh, you know, rating, whatever, and then give me a review. Uh, I truly, truly appreciate that. If you know somebody that could use this information, please share it to them. Uh, whether they're new in the car business, they've been in it for a long time, um, just every once in a while we need a refresher. And the reason why I did this episode, or I did this podcast, is for the simple fact is I need this every once in a while too. Because it kind of makes me think back of what I needed, what I used um, when I got into the car business and what made it very helpful for me. You know, the information that I did gather from certain people. So anyways, whenever you go out with a pencil and the customer sits there, I don't know how your dealership works it, but um, me as a manager, and I'll, I'll talk to, I'm talking to managers too, you should always see what your average credit score is, whether it be a 590, 800, take that average credit score, whatever the tier that your average credit score qualifies for, take that, add two points to it. Now, obviously, some customers, you're going to do, you know, Capital One mailings, um, you're going to do, you know, these city lendings, you're going to have certain things that, you know, you're going to have to pull the interest rate from the very get-go, especially looking at the Twix, you kind of have to work a deal backwards. Um, and if you're starting in the car business, you might not know what a working, working the deal backwards means, but eventually I'll get into that for you. But as desk managers, I highly recommend you do that because if you don't do that, you're cutting your paycheck. You don't know what money you're going to get until you ask for it. So with that being said, um, I highly, highly recommend uh, that you work every deal at the tier that your average credit qualifies for, and then you add two points to that. All right. So you as a salesperson, typically when y'all get that uh, objection, hey, what's my interest rate? You freeze up, you lock up, or you just spew it out. Or you just sit there and say, well, you know, you have 0% available or 1.9% available, but you don't even know if they qualify for it. Um, and on every pencil, whether it be at a dealer socket, um, Vin Solutions, or E-Leads, it's always going to say estimated, ba- estimated APR, um, May, you must qualify for this rate or whatnot based on these payments. Not all, not all buyers qualify. So, and that's what every pencil should have at the bottom of it anyways, or something along that line. Because it protects you as a salesperson, protects the management staff, protects the dealership. So, with that being said, when the customer says, what interest rate are you working this at? I say, you know, what we do is we take an average in the area, and we take that and we just, we base our interest rates off that. What's the average in here? You know, Mr. Customer, I'm really not qualified to talk about it, but I guarantee you my finance manager, as long as I've worked here in the 15 different banks that we have or the 20 various banks that we have, we've never missed a customer based on interest rate or payment. So if we can't get your interest rate or your payment, I don't expect you to buy from us. 
But with that being said, I know for a fact that I can definitely get the most competitive rate for you and I can get the most competitive payment for you. So all I need you to do is sign right here that you agree to the bottom line price, we'll get you into finance, and I'll just let them know that payment, payment and interest rate are the biggest concerns. Not, that, that doesn't always work, but I'm just telling you, that's how I address that. And it, and it works most of the time, uh, not all the time. You know, or they sit there and say, hey, look, um, you know, my, my credit union, they're doing this interest rate or they have this interest rate going on. Okay, cool. Well, one thing I know here is we, we get compar- very competitive rates. Sometimes we can beat your own bank's rates along with your credit unions. I'd, I'd love for you to give my fi- finance manager a, sw- a swing at you know, getting you the best interest rate possible. Um, all I need you to do is fill out the credit application. Uh, I'll have it come out here and talk to you, and that way y'all can discuss that. The other thing is, is they sit there and say, you know, well, I got, before they even get into what's my interest rate, well, my interest rate on, on my la- the interest rate on my last loan was like 5.25 or 3.24 or whatnot. That's when you sit there and say, man, that's a great interest rate. Um, let me see if I can get competitive with my banks. I think we can because I know that we have sometimes specials and other things that we can sit there and do that with. Um, but I'll talk to my manager. I'll let him know that uh, your credit is exceptional and we'll have the finance manager come out and talk to you. Now, the, typically the only way this will ever work is if you have a finance department that will sit there and actually go out and take a turn on the, on the uh, customers. And that way I know, as a, I know for a fact when the interest rate payment became a certain concern when I left when I left Legacy Ford, the dealership that I worked for, and then I had to go back to finance, I made sure I took a turn on every deal whenever they were about to cut me on my rate or cut me on my money factor because I wanted to make sure I could capture all the money possible. So that's one of those things. You look at it, too, you look at it with a major concern. You sit there and go, I got to do this, this, and this, and uh, it helps out a lot. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I'm a little tired. We had we uh, had to let one of our finance director. We had to let our finance director go today, and this is why one of those things that is coming up to me is a major concern. Um, I don't think he got his own self fired, um, but I don't think he did the things in his power to you know solidify his job. And so, and I'm talking to the other new finance director, and you know she wants us to work at this high money factor rate, and I agree with her. I think it's one of those things you don't ask for it if you don't get it. Um, but you can't. You can only do so much. You can't offend so many people. And so, anyways, long story short, uh, guys, when this when the interest rate becomes a concern, that's when you need to have the finance uh, department get involved. And the other thing is, if you work for your dealership, you can sit there and tell them to listen to my podcast. But your finance department needs to train y'all. They need to train y'all how to overcome objections. If y'all do do a lot of special finance, they need to teach you how to fill out the credit application properly, and just those certain things that puts more money if your pay plan. Because this is another thing is if your pay plan is based off of a back end uh, bonus or whatnot, if you don't hold that interest rate or you don't work on selling that product for them or you don't help them selling that product, it, what it does is it hurts your paycheck at the end. It doesn't allow you to make that kind of money. So that's one thing that's another major concern too is you got to sit there and you got to get your finance department involved early. You need your finance department to train, on, train you because most dealerships, um, almost every dealership you work for, um, your finance managers are going to be your best closers. Those are going to be the ones that can typically bump your customer that extra 10, 15, 20, 50 bucks in payment that you sometimes aren't capable of and that your desk manager um, doesn't have the time to do. Because one thing is your desk manager can go out and take a turn um, 
and I would I me personally I like my finance department get finance department getting heavily involved in the deals because they know what's going on with it they can dig deep into it and you as a sales manager me as a sales manager um, I try to find the path of least resistance sometimes um, when I'm busy to get that deal done and sometimes I'll cut the interest rate sometimes I'll cut the money factor and what it does is it cuts money out of your paycheck whereas a finance manager when they get deeply involved they can help hold those points they can get involved early so anyways so when y'all do get a customer that interest rate is a major concern make sure y'all get everybody involved early don't get um uh what is it um don't get vomit of the mouth or the water don't get word vomit so don't sit there and just spew out interest rates money factors don't spew out all that even if you know it because what you do is you back yourself into a corner um, because what happens sometimes is you have rebates and incentives that are tied to special aprs you know you have two thousand dollar rebate uh that is not tied to that uh that special interest rate so you might be having that two thousand dollar discount and you might have to you might hurt your deal by saying, well, we offer 1.90%. Well, you just offered them the rebate. Well, now you can't offer that. You have to raise the price up, and then you have to offer them that 0% and 1.9%. So whereas if you're doing that early in the deal and then you know that the interest rate's a major concern for the customer, you can always sit there and ask the desk to give you two pencils, give you one with the special interest rate, the special APR, and give you one without the special APR. Um, and that way you can sit there and say, hey, look, you can go one of two ways. Uh, the manufacturer has deep restrictions on whether we can give you rebate and interest rates. But what, what we did is we sit there and we, uh, I decided to give you two different pencils and, and, and pre pre present it to you two different ways. Uh, so what that allows you to do is you look at it both ways. I can do the interest rate and the rebate. Uh, the, interest rate, uh, the, the, the interest rate that you qualify for uh, along with the rebates that, that allow you to get that discount or you can go with a special APR, which can give you a little bit lesser payment and get you more into the payment range of where you're trying to be. Um, which option would you like to go with? The reason why you say which option you like to go with is because if you sit there and say, uh, which one do you choose or which one do you like the best, you know, it doesn't allow them to think, well, I have an option. You know what I'm saying? Options, when a customer sees option, they know that they have options at that point in time. They don't have to tie themselves down to which one or the other. So I always highly, highly recommend you use the word options in your verbiage, um, especially if you want to get into finance, because uh, just, it, it doesn't, it allows the customer to make the decision. It's hard to really explain what I'm trying to say, but it allows the customer to make the decision versus you sitting there saying, well, you have to choose one or the other. You know, which one do you choose? Which one do you like best? Which option would you like to go with? Uh, and it just makes it, it's easier. It doesn't tie you down. It doesn't set you up for another question. It's just, which option would you, would you prefer to go with? Um, so anyways, guys, I'm about done talking. I'm tired. I love you guys. Like I said, when you get that interest rate question, get finance involved as easy and as early as possible. Don't overspeak your boundary. You as a salesperson are not qualified to discuss interest rates, so don't do it. You're taking money out of your pocket when you do that, so do not, do not, do not discuss interest rates. You will hurt yourself every time and you will hurt your paycheck. All right, guys? 
Y'all know how to, like I said, I'm gonna, I always review back to this. Y'all know where to find me on Instagram at TNT Dad, Facebook, Tony in parentheses, or no, it's LinkedIn. Uh, on Facebook, Tony, uh, S T O R I E, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, Tony in parentheses, Anthony, last name, story. Um, I love that y'all listen to me. I appreciate it. As y'all know, people that would like to subscribe to this, make sure you share this information with them. Um, you can find me or um, just share this information with them. Please, please do. Uh, I do this as a passion project. I don't get paid nothing to do this. I mean, I got the Anchor app. They pay me like $10 for every thousand listens. So y'all know that's not a whole lot of money. <laughs> I don't make a lot of money doing this. Like I'm up to 40 bucks, I think. Um, and I've had like 8,000 listens. But I really, truly appreciate it, guys. And like I've told you all in the past, um, this could be the hardest five-figure business or it could be the easiest six-figure business. Just make sure you really let that sink in. You don't work that hard and you're struggling at the end of the, at the, end of the month to sell cars and you're just making five figures, that's because it's a hard five-figure business to you. And you see those salespeople that, that, that are, are uh, grinding it out from the very beginning and they're making six, six figures a year, it looks easy to them. But they're grinding it out. They're making it, they're making it look easy because they've been doing this for a long time. So make sure y'all really truly understand that. And like I've said in the past, man, we all we all win when we all win. If you're keeping your information to yourself and you're not sharing with other people, you're only you're only creating your own slow death. You know. So make sure you go you give this information to people. I don't care if you you have a showroom floor of eight salespeople. And if you're not sharing this podcast with with them, or you're not sharing your information with somebody, you're only killing yourself. You ever want to be a manager one day? That's one of the fastest way to be a manager is to elevate people up so they know how to elevate you up. So guys, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Um, y'all know what's about to come next. So make sure y'all get ready and just peace.